Welcome to the Business Storyteller Podcast by PictoChart. This is a series of conversations with inspiring leaders and entrepreneurs to share their knowledge and experience in storytelling for their business. If you're curious to learn how the art of storytelling can make an impact on your business and brands, the Business Storyteller Podcast is for you. Hi there, and thank you for listening to the Business Storyteller Podcast. My name is Wilson, and I'm your host for today's pilot episode. In today's episode, we'd like to discover what business storytelling is and why it is important. And to learn about this, I'm delighted to be joined by Agatha, who will help us uncover more about this topic. Hi, Agatha. Welcome to the Business Storyteller Podcast. Hello. I'm super happy to be part of the first episode. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. We're so delighted to have you here. And before we begin, I'm sure our listeners would love to know you better. So would you like to start by introducing yourself further and tell us how you got into growth marketing? Uh, Sure. Uh, So I'm the head of marketing or or rather I would say growth at PictoChart. Uh, I lead the marketing, sales and growth part of the product. Um, And you asked me how I got into growth marketing. And I think the best answer will be to say that by getting exposed to as many areas of business as possible. I actually started my career um, on the support team for ads at Google. uh, And there I quickly moved into a manager role where I was leading a global team of social media and community managers. And after a few years, I got tempted by the startup world and took on a role of a VP marketing at one of the quickly growing startups in Germany. And I think actually this first role at the startup shaped me into a growth marketer because I had to become an expert in all the different marketing channels and experiment with various growth strategies. So I kind of stayed in this area. I find it very interesting. You know, every day you have new challenges there as well. Um, I became also a growth mentor and eventually joined PictoChart. So here I am here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's so great to have you uh, on PictoChart. And it's also an incredible career path you have from Google all the way to PictoChart. And since we're also like on the pilot episode of the Business Storyteller podcast, can you help us to define what is business storytelling? And why is it important generally for businesses at the present moment? Yes, so business storytelling uh, in general, it refers to the use of well-crafted narrative in business communication. So it could be both internal and external communication. And just to give you an example, it it could be used by the CEOs to inspire and get a buy-in on their vision among the employees. Uh, We hear a lot about uh, the so-called strategic narrative. So this is what I was referring to. Or it could be used by salespeople when pitching to clients or by marketers like me when building brand awareness and positioning uh, the product among the competition as well. And it's actually a very powerful tool. Uh, Often might be underestimated uh, if you know you haven't used it. Um, But it actually can help companies to gain trust, build stronger relationships with both their clients as well as their stakeholders and persuade your audience. And actually, let me ask you something. Can you think of one or two founders or business leaders that you personally really admire? There's actually quite a number of them, but I think like the top one that comes to my mind is Steve Jobs from Apple. Uh, So the late Steve Jobs is definitely uh, a business leader that I really admire for not only his 
product vision, but also his storytelling skills. Yeah, 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 exactly. So he's a, a perfect example of a, of a storyteller. And, um, you know, actually, if you think about great leaders, uh, they all know that storytelling is very powerful because they, it helps uh, your ideas to stick. Uh, if, if your ideas uh, are delivered in the form of a story. And why actually it works this way is because our brains are wired to remember um, stories, right? But they aren't really wired to remember facts or figures. It's just like, you know, this is something where we often, when we listen to facts and figures, we, mm -hmm. we have a tendency to switch off as well. And I really like this quote by Maya Angelou that uh, I like bringing up when talking about the importance of storytelling in business. Um, she said that at the end of the day, people won't remember what you said or did, they will remember how you made them feel. And that's essentially what stories are good at. Uh, they evoke emotions. So usually when you are telling the story, you are building this unique connection with your audience where they either feel empathy towards you uh, or you, you can build excitement with your audience. Uh, you can make them feel pride. Um, like if let's say these are your employees and you are trying to inspire them with your amazing vision, you can even build FOMO, right? And so on and so on. Um, and actually like this whole uh, idea of storytelling in business isn't new. It has always been there. It's just in the recent, recent years, it has become... Um, more of a buzzword. So we uh, hear more and more about it and uh, more people started as well presenting themselves as storytellers. We see a lot of this on LinkedIn, especially or on Twitter. Uh, and if you look even uh, on social media channels and analyze any content that goes viral, um, in majority of cases, these are stories as well. The ones that are really went viral. However, you asked me as well, like, you know, why I think it's important right now. Uh, so I do believe that uh, storytelling in business has never been as important as it is now, <laughs> since I would say last year. And the reason is the global pandemic. Like it has forced us to stay home. It um, limited our in-person interactions and it made us rely on the virtual ones more. So it became more challenging to communicate effectively this way. Um, you are missing the context of the body language if you are on a Zoom call, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's it's way harder to build trust and sometimes as well to understand emotions. And in this specific context, stories can be really helpful to improve uh, the whole communication aspect as well. And at the same time, while we are all forced to work remotely, the lines between personal and work life got blurred. And this changed the way business communication works. Uh, we moved away from formal and factual communication into more personal and human, uh, which I really like. <laughs> I think that's a good shift. And you know, also, if you think about how we were spending time in the last two years, it's almost two years, actually, <laughs> since yeah. we are in the pandemic, uh, we started watching more TV shows, YouTube videos, we spend way more time online, we attend way more Zoom calls than we ever did in the past, you know, and as such, we became more picky in terms of the content we want to spend our time uh, consuming online as well. Um, so it's crucial that companies understand that you know through stories they can make actually 
their specific content way more interesting and they can help to build this relationship online with their audience. Wow, that's a really good insight, especially on the trend of storytelling, that it wasn't something that was new. But yeah, like you said, in recent years, this became a buzzword. More people are calling themselves storytellers. And I mean, just think about even the, the things that I tend to watch is because of a good story that's being told. So yeah, I like that part that you mentioned, the quote about, uh, it's not about facts or figures, it's actually about how they make you feel. Uh, and I think that's one thing that our listeners would really appreciate. Well, thanks for yeah. giving us an outline of like a history and, and just that overview of business storytelling, what it's like. Now, based on your observation, right? Uh, how do you see this trend of business storytelling affecting the future of businesses and brands? Like, why should we care about this? I think actually everyone will <laughs> needs to start caring about this topic because uh, uh, if you even look at how things are shifting, right? Like businesses and brands will continue becoming more human. This mm. is already present right now, but it's it's going to become even more important than it is today. And it will impact all the areas of business. So it started, but more and more consumers will become, uh, you know, will start caring about sustainability. That's also very present that now, yeah. you know, even like if you look at the e-commerce brands, uh, many of them bring this topic, like how mm -hmm. they are sustainable and actually customers do care about it. So people seek products and brands that align with their personal values. And the same will apply to hiring. You know, people want to work for companies where they work will create value. And if companies will want to survive and stand out from the competition, they will need a strong strategic and brand narrative to attract both employees and customers. And brand narrative, strategic narrative, this is storytelling, essentially storytelling. How good are you in this? Uh, how well can you tell your story in order to convince your audience as well, right? Um, to persuade them. Um, and I think that the businesses will also need to rethink their content approach and double down on authentic stories coming from real people and not brands. And that's already visible on LinkedIn. Um, very often, like uh, me, myself, I actually follow people on LinkedIn, right? Like rather than companies, I follow almost no companies there. It's usually people who do work at these companies and I know where they work as well, right? Like, so I see them as brand representatives as well. And they very often like bring this personal touch into the stories that they share on LinkedIn. And it's just um, makes this whole brand more like human. So it's easier for you to connect with the brand as well. And, you know, ultimately start liking the brand because you like the person as well. So stories will start playing a key role in helping businesses win the attention of their audience and build relationships with customers. Um, I think that will move more towards raw stories recorded on the spot, like we already see this on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And after using video conferencing for a long time, we all got more comfortable with getting in front of the camera. So it will be, become more natural. Like, you know, before we had obstacles, not everyone was like, eh, nah. like I'm not good in front of the camera. I think that now it became so natural because we were kind of forced that we had to go in front of the camera that I think that it will actually shift our communication um, and we'll more move even more so towards video uh, away from email and on social media, we'll 
video will be replacing text-based blog posts. And, and I think that majority of the brands will heavily incorporate stories into their sales, marketing, and, and the whole product development as well. Mm. Yeah, interesting observation. And I think like when we think about videos in the past, it used to be like high production has to be done in a studio. Uh, but also with the pandemic now, we also see how uh, people are doing videos from their home. And we see that on social media, like who would have thought TikTok, you know, Instagram or Facebook could actually be a place for good data stories. But people are so comfortable now uh, in front of the camera, like what you said. So that is a really interesting insight on why uh, businesses to really start thinking about storytelling and how it could affect uh, their brands in the future. Now, yeah. uh, in relation to that, also we have experience uh, in terms of storytelling in PictoChart. So perhaps you'd like to share how has storytelling benefited uh, our organization PictoChart uh, right now? Yeah, I feel that we use stories everywhere. Um, actually, storytelling is the heart of our business because mm -hmm. uh, at PictoChart, we are on a mission of democratizing effective storytelling in business. And as such, like, you know, we have to lead by example as well. So we do use it across all of our operations. And uh, this applies to hiring, uh, pitching product ideas, uh, driving awareness about our brain. Um, and one good example is, I think, when I joined PictoChart, because this was also through storytelling. Um, I was essentially captivated by the funding story shared by the CEO, I Ching, during our first call. Like, you know, when I joined the call, I didn't know a lot about PictoChart. And when she, when she told me the story behind the company, like, you know, why she created the company as well, um, what is the current situation? I just felt that, like, you know, I have this ultimate connection to her as well. And she immediately was able to gain my trust. I later on actually gave this to her as a feedback. And, and she said that I wasn't the first person that told it to her. So I think it's really crucial as well that CEOs do not underestimate how powerful this can be when it comes to hiring, right? Because mm -hmm. you are able to essentially build this uh, relationship with someone who you don't really know, like, you know, on the initial call through just storytelling. Yeah. Um, but also, like, if I think about our best performing marketing initiatives, uh, they all evolve around stories. So when it comes to blog content, for example, the blog posts that are performing the best in terms of driving traffic and conversions are usually the ones that are based on a story, story narrative, right? Like that someone actually talks about their experience. And instead of like writing like, you know, five ways to do X, Y, Z, they tell more of a story, how they started using this, how it helped them and so on. Uh, the same is with picture charts that uh, you are actually leading. So you have been doing all the picture chats with our customers. And I think that was a great idea as well to involve our customers to tell their story, how they are using a uh, picture chart, like how um, storytelling uh, has helped their business as well. This also applies to our webinars, how we are doing the webinars, because it's also more from this uh, aspect of storytelling or even our social media posts, because we always try, like when we are talking about some new initiatives or even like, you know, announcing a new product launches, we always try to involve our employees to tell it in a form of a story on social media. Uh, rather this way than like, you know, making it a promotional sounding post, which is... Uh, no, like people don't really want to read this. <laughs> uh, so everything written in the form of story just tends to perform better as well. Mm. 
Yeah, and it's so true about how you mentioned that storytelling is at the heart of our business. I remember when I joined Pick the Chat too, uh, it was through an interview with I Ching and I heard the story and was so inspired by uh, the achievements of Pick the Chat back in the early days. Uh, so yeah, I just think that who would have thought that a company that was focusing on creating a design tool uh, end up really uh, kind of adopting storytelling and now also trying to lead the way in storytelling. So yeah, yeah. it's good that we are a part of this together. Yeah. We do it even with customer uh, support, right? Like, so yes. uh, we have this um, meetings, like a regular weekly meetings, but once a month customer support would also present uh, what has been happening in the world of customers. Yeah. And whenever they present like some, let's say feature request, they present it always in a form of an actual uh, user or customer story and uh, why the user would need it, like, what are the problems that the user is facing right now? And this tends to stick way better because people memorize the specific person that said it. And it definitely motivates our developers to like, you know, come up with a fix for this as well. Yeah, yeah so true, so true. When I think about like all those kind of reports that we hear about, even in picture chat, it doesn't just present you a problem, but it just shows you like there's a person behind it. Uh, and I think that story is so important to give a context, uh, even to me, even if I'm not involved in pr the product team, but just as a marketer to think about that. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Thanks so much, uh, Agatha, for sharing about that. Now we want to move on to the next question. And I'm curious to hear like the three most important business storytelling tips for you. So if you could offer three of them, what would they be? Um. I think so all three would uh, help you make your story stick, like, you know, uh, basically build this relationship. So I think the first thing is make your story relatable. Um, so if your audience can personally relate to your story, it's, it's easier for them to focus on it and remember it later as well, because, you know, it's something that you can, you maybe had a similar experience. Um, and, and just to give you as an, an example, so as a marketer, I would bring up a story from my day-to-day -day work life, right? And uh, I know that this describes a common struggle that other marketers face. And let's say I would post it on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, this way, it's easier for me to get both their attention and as well their trust because we are in the same boat. And this helps to be build a connection and win their attention as well online. Like, you know, we are always fighting for attention. And um, so it's, it's definitely easier if you bring in the form of a story of an actual problem. So instead of like overthinking like, oh, what could be the topic I want to write about? Like, you know, doing just keyword research and then coming up with content about the topic that maybe you actually do not have any experience in this area. Focus rather on the things where you have some story to tell where people could actually relate as well um, to the story. The second one is evoking emotions. So if there are elements that make your audience either like laugh or feel touched by your story, the chances that they will remember your message get automatically increased uh, because people remember how you made them feel. I mentioned it already with the, the, with the quote, right, that I brought up. Um, and the third one is use visual language. Um, we are also a visual communication platform, but uh, I actually try to use it every single time. So either using images, videos, or data visualization, it makes it easier for your brain to recall a large portion of the information. Um, it's just basically the, the 
you you often recall the image and then like when you think about the image you recall the message as well so that's why i always recommend using visuals that will either help to simplify your message or create an element of surprise and and by using data visualization we make complex data simplified and more understandable to a broader audience um, and adding this surprise component with an intriguing picture or a professionally looking visual it helps um, catch our audience attention and stand out from the crowd, like especially online, right? Because there is a lot of competition for attention uh, as well. And um, so I think especially videos, I've tested it myself that whenever I was posting something in the form of a video together with like, you know, story like uh, content, uh, for example, on, on LinkedIn, or even like on our blog, um, I noticed that the engagement there was uh, way higher as well than if it's just like a text form as well. Yeah, that's great. Great tips. Uh, and I'm sure that our listeners who are listening to this would be able to find these tips uh, applicable so that they can tell their stories uh, in a more impactful manner. You mentioned about videos just now. So I was curious to just hear uh, perhaps about Picto Story as well, which is what Picto Chat. Uh, has recently launched. So could you perhaps tell us about why PictoStory and why was it part of this whole thing that PictoChat wants to do? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we, we did notice as well that there is a big shift towards video and there is a need as well, like, you know, to repurpose your existing video content. So, so many companies are creating long form videos, like webinars, uh, you know, some Zoom recordings, uh, like even now we are recording as well this podcast, right? And and, but then sometimes they only leave once. So you basically would just use it for something. Let's say you had the webinar, you know, recorded and like, and then it's, you are done. But the week, with Peter Story, what you can do is you can basically repurpose this one content piece into multiple. So you can always extract like, you know, some small tips, like pieces of advice and so on that you could publish online and where like broader audience or like maybe a different type of audience than the initial audience from your webinar could benefit from. Yeah. It's not only for webinars, but also for other purposes. So I personally use it a lot. There is this built-in uh, web recording feature. So I basically directly record myself within the platform uh, within PictoStory. And then I can very quickly transcribe the video clip. Like it's it literally takes me minutes, you know, so it's very easy. Like I don't even have to prepare. I just share something like uh, some best practices from let's say marketing area. I trust transcribe it. I can easily cut it, you know, edit um, to fit the branding as well. Um, yeah. And then I can post the video on social media channels and um, I do it often on LinkedIn as well. And I think uh, a lot of people like find this as well helpful, especially in when it comes to repurposing the content, making sure that they can post more of the video content, even if they are not expert uh, in video editing. Mm. Some of them might even be expert in video editing, but people simply don't have time. You know, video editing using a standard video editor takes a lot of time and very often we don't have it. <laughs> so here it's super quick low effort right and you already can drive some engagement on social media channels yeah thanks for also giving a plug on uh picto story so yeah if you're listening to this do check out picto story uh we believe that it's a great way for you to uh, implement storytelling more effectively and uh, it's very easy to use i use it all the time as well and find it to be very helpful uh, even especially catching the attention of people through the stories that i'm telling 
All right, we are coming to the last question uh, of our podcast today. And I wanted to hear from you, Agatha, like what are some of your favorite examples of businesses who have done storytelling right? Um, actually, there are many. <laughs> I think uh, more and more companies are doing it the right way. Um, but let me bring two. So one would be like more as a, a, a commerce, e-commerce product, and then the other one like more SaaS. Mm-hmm. Um, so for e-commerce, I think it's uh, Tom's and their concept of one-for-one uh, shoes, right? And what I find really interesting, if you go actually to the Tom's website or you, if you Google on, uh, like if you Google, do Google search of Tom's, it doesn't say that they sell shoes. It says they say um, they are in a business to improve lives, right? And I actually, this is really fascinating because that's their brand story as well. This is how initially they gained on pop- in popularity by constantly sticking to the same narrative as well. And, and it's also like, you know, they are um, impacting people's emotions. People mm-hmm. know that they are actually helping. They have this amazing videos showing you like, you know, what is the impact of the pair of shoes that you have bought and how you're actually helping um, some kids that like maybe could not afford having shoes as well. So I think this is an amazing example of great storytelling and they have done this from the beginning from the existence of their brand and the second example is live chat Um, it's a customer service platform and uh, they hired marcos bravos as their brand ambassador and head of marketing and uh, this guy is amazing Uh, he does really great job when it comes to building relationships with people on linkedin creating engaging stories through videos Actually, every single post that he creates on LinkedIn is a story as well. Uh, he has this uh, engaging videos on YouTube where you can learn like, you know, about video production as well in a very easy uh, way. Uh, and actually, even when you go to their website, you don't see the standard product screenshots. Like, you know, majority of SaaS companies usually have some screenshots how the product looks like. In their case, you don't see this. The first thing that you see in the header is actually the face of Marcus. <laughs> and, you know, he also says that he is the ambassador of the brand. And it immediately creates distress because a lot of people actually come to the brand because of him, right? Like, you know, they know him as well. He has a lot of followers as well. Uh, people really like his content. So they, he becomes this magnet for the brand. So that's yeah. what I said before, right? Like, it's a perfect example of how Uh, People trust people, they don't trust brands. And, you know, you have to be able to leverage it and let your employees tell the story of your brand as well in more like personal way as well. So I think they are a really good example. I recommend checking out their website as well and their videos. Yeah, those are great examples. And like when you're just mentioning about Tom's and live chat, uh, I can just see like the, the thing that they share in common is that they don't sell their products, but they sell their stories. And that mm-hmm. has been so effective uh, for both of these organizations. And I'm sure there are many other examples of businesses out there who are, like what you say, doing it uh, right now. And uh, they see the importance of it. Well, Agatha, yeah. thank you so much for sharing so many valuable insights with us today. I am so glad to have you in our first pilot episode. And it's a way to, for us to introduce business storytelling to our listeners. Uh, and before we conclude this episode, I'd like to also ask you some fun questions, if that's okay with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is a great way to end uh, as all these questions that I'm going to ask is also centered around 
storytelling. All right. So I'm just going to ask you. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to ask you like two questions first and then I'm going to do some quick fire questions later on. Now, my mm-hmm. first question for you is this, like, what is your favorite movie? Because I know you love watching movie. Uh, what, what is yes. your Yes. <laughs> yeah, and because I love watching movies, it's usually difficult to choose. Mm-hmm. But I think two favorite ones that were like, you know, I, I watched more than once. Uh, one is Forrest Gump and the second one is Love Actually. And if you think about it, actually both of them have a lot of shorter stories inside of one movie, right? Like there's so much going on there. It's not just one storyline by multiple. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually... Because I chose these two movies, it shows as well how much I love a good story. <laughs> yeah, I know this was going to be a challenging question for you to answer because I know you <laughs> and TV shows. Okay, uh, so if we put movie aside, another form of storytelling is also books. So what about your favorite books? Uh, a personal or business? Uh, I would say perhaps both. Okay. Um, so I think business book, also difficult to choose, but let me go with the line of the story. And uh, since, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that people also would appreciate some recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a very good book that I could recommend is Made to Stick, uh, Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's written by two brothers, Chip and Dan uh, Heath. Uh, a really good book explaining basically the principles of, uh, you know, how to actually tell the stories behind your ideas and make sure that your audience will yeah, memorize them as mm-hmm. well. So good read. And then non-business one, um, I always love that since my childhood, I read this book so many times, actually in multiple languages as well, is The Little Prince uh, by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. I don't know if I pronounced this correctly because my French is not good. <laughs> but that's also a great book. And I think what is fascinating about this book is that, you know, this is a book for both children and adults. And if you read it as a child, you understand it completely differently because you go more into this fantasy world. Mm. But if you read it as an adult, you see that there's there are so many metaphors about life, basically, and so many great lessons about life. Mm. So I think this makes this book so magical that, like you know, both children and adults can read it and it actually never gets outdated as well. Nice. Okay. I'm going to definitely check that out. The little prince. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. So you have to respond to these questions in less than five seconds. It's a this or that question. So you have two choices. So are you ready? Yeah, that sounds right. scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start off. Uh, so theater or cinema? Uh, cinema. Cinema. All right. Uh, what about reading or writing? Writing. Okay. Painting or drawing? That's a tough one. I like both, but uh, okay. Let's say um, drawing. Drawing, okay. Well, Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Actually, none, but okay, Twitter. <laughs> more. <laughs> I'll say more LinkedIn, but more LinkedIn, uh, yeah, right? definitely yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Really All right. Uh, okay, this is more fun. What about Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Okay. And this is a movie. Is it Titanic or Star Wars? Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, would you go for romantic or documentaries? Romantic. Uh. <laughs> it's just like more relaxing after work to watch a, a good romantic comedy. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, that was fun. Uh, and thanks, Agatha, for your responses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that our listeners will enjoy that too. And possibly go check out the favorite movie and book that Agatha recommended. Uh, and lastly, yeah. 
uh, to all our listeners who'd like to be connected with you, Agatha, how can they reach you? Um, I think I mentioned it so many times. So it's not a surprise by now that uh, it's mainly on LinkedIn. It's just because, you know, I have an 18 months old uh, kid at home. <laughs> so I don't have that much time to be everywhere, like online. Uh, so I had to like choose one social media platform uh, not to get distracted too much. So it's, it's mainly LinkedIn. I post uh, there a lot and um, yeah, you can connect with me there. Um, and we can stay connected this way or like, you know, you can check out some of my blog posts as well on Picto Chart. Um, reach out to us as well at Picto Chart. Yeah, definitely. Well, once again, thank you, Agatha, for coming on our pilot episode for the Business Storyteller Podcast. We're so glad to have you here. And yeah, to all our listeners who are listening, uh, do check out also our upcoming episodes. It will all be related to business storytelling and we have a lot of different uh, speakers and guests on our show. So uh, we hope that you will be able to find this podcast a beneficial one. So that's all for today. Thanks, Agatha. And thanks for listening to all our audiences today. Thanks as well. Uh, I'm really looking forward for the upcoming episodes as well. So I'll be definitely the, one of the listeners as well. <laughs> thanks for right. having me here. Okay, bye. Bye. We hope you find this episode valuable. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out PictoChart for more visual storytelling tips. PictoChart is an easy-to-use visual content maker with more than 500 templates for you to choose from, ranging from infographic, presentation, report, social media graphic, and more. Join more than 8 million people who are already using PictoChart to craft amazing visual stories. That's all for today on the Business Storyteller Podcast, and we'll catch you at the next one.